Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. You heard it straight out of Vegas on a Friday into a Saturday. Steve Cofield in the Geico Studios alongside R.J. Bell. I tell you, this is one of my favorite nights of the year because we get to recap the NBA, but look at next year. We got the odds out already for the 2019 <laughs> title. So surprises. Yeah. If you're a Cavs fan, you might want to perk up your ears because it's going to be a surprising number. And we've got odds on where does LeBron James play next season. Showtime! The Vegas lead, you pick. Golden State wins three of four titles, or LeBron sucks. He just lost sixth time in the finals. What's the lead? I'm not sure either are the lead. I think uh, in Vegas, but let's do because I, I got a Vegas, I, I got a Vegas version too. But okay, let's, let's do the let's do the sports talkie. All right, open he, here. Here's what I would say, and I tweeted this out after game one. 
LeBron James, best player in the NBA, worst GM. To me, that's the story. And let me ask you a question. No better way to get into this conversation, Cofield, than this. If you take the best player off of every team, so LeBron's off the Cavs, Durant's off Golden State, Harden's off Houston, go up and down the list. Then you stack rank the teams. They play, assume they're going to play a season with their best player gone. Cleveland, as currently constituted, is one of the five worst teams in the NBA. Might be the worst. I agree. So under that theory, you throw LeBron on any team, and it's, at least in the East, a finals-worthy team. Correct. So LeBron doesn't stink. I mean, you I could make the case, you know, you kind of wonder, what, as much as I am on the Michael side of that debate, Jordan over LeBron, I just wonder, in his prime, you throw him on the worst team. Do they make the finals? Does that say this so? year in the East? They'd have a shot because the other teams were flawed. Sixers were on their way up. Celtics didn't have the full complement of players. Raptors seem like anyone the Raptors play that has LeBron. Dwayne Casey clenched up and DeMar DeRozan clenched up. So, yeah, arguably the worst teams in the East with LeBron would have a chance to compete this year for. At least the finals appearance. Well, a chance to compete versus winning the East right. are two different things. But I think we can forget about any blame to LeBron as a player. All right, before you do that, though, you love the term for me, and I appreciate this term, but I'm I'm probably not in the top 50. Hot take, hot shot. This was a massive hot take Hot shots night on Twitter. So let's go with your LeBron angle here, right? Because you know I'm being facetious. I love LeBron James. So, of course, my Vegas lead would not be LeBron sucks. He just lost for the sixth time going to the finals. Here's some hot takes. Ready? First one. No, maybe do this. Yes. Read the take and then reveal who said it. Okay. Not not, not everyone is going to be the biggest name. Okay. Okay. Well, then what's I got, the point? I got. I got. The, well, I, what strangers say? No, no, no. I wasn't. You it, could go to the bar and get some crazy it's, takes. It's all sports talk, people. All right. Okay. All right. Ready? But if it's a big name, let's reveal after. Absolutely. Please stop with the King James goat talk. It's officially over. Is a hot take. No. I, LBJ. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Yep. I'm not sure that's a hot take. Well, let's finish it. Right. LBJ has as many finals losses as Jordan has finals wins, plus Steph Curry has as many titles as LeBron, and don't forget, Steph has beaten LeBron three times, including once without Durant. That's a hot take, hot shot. That is, you want to know who it is? Yes. Rob Parker from FS1, who does Fox Sports Radio, who I know you've spoken to on some of the shows. You know, I tell you, though, I think, and and when we talk about LeBron versus Michael, I and I think we just do a little tonight because this is something we can do anytime. Mm-hmm. But I do think you have to answer the following question: Are we talking about longevity, or are we talking about playing a full career at a high level? Because at a certain point, let's say LeBron has five more years, where the next two are similar to this, 
then a little drop off, little drop off, you know, little drop off. So maybe he's the seventh, eighth best player in the league in the fifth year. At that point, having 20 years, the longevity mm-hmm. has to mean something. What if he went to three more finals, wins two of three, and finishes five and seven in the finals? He's Hold on, though. He's played 15 years, and he has three title wins. You're saying if he wins two more, then I think you start a real conversation. Okay. But I'm going to so say— So now he's back to needing more titles. I agree. Because I, th- I thought all season, especially in the playoffs as he was playing so well, that you were convinced— Hey, he's getting there. He's right there at no, three and no, five. No, 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 no. You weren't there. No, I okay. would, To me, it's all about and talk radio. Typically, isn't about nuance. We try to do it Vegas style here a little differently. And and I, you know, I'll be honest. I'm proud of that. The city he invented was Las Vegas. And with that nuance, <laughs> I would say the following: If you're going to talk about accumulation of amazing performances over a long period of time at a certain point LeBron if he has five more good years is going to be clearly statistically so much better but so was Kareem in in many ways for a long time and I didn't hear many people ever talk about Kareem as the best player of all time right so I think it comes down to what's the point of being great other than winning titles. Mm-hmm. And if you can only win three, and hey, listen, the debate to me is, is LeBron first or second? Right. I don't think any reasonable person can think anyone in the modern era is ahead of LeBron and Michael, meaning 1980 onward. Magic, Bird, <laughs> uh, Hakeem, I think, would be maybe in the conversation. Duncan, Shaq, Kobe, and maybe Durant now. I might have another hot take for you on that. Though. All right, go ahead. Uh, before that, on the opposite side, going against Rob Parker with the hot take for my hot shot. LeBron dragging this dirt-ass supporting cast to a sweep in the finals is more impressive than anything any individual warrior has accomplished in the postseason. That seems pretty strong. That is from one of your buddies, actually. You have lots of buddies. Sean Pendergast. Ooh, out of Houston. He does CBS work, too. So he just he said, LeBron, just getting to the finals is more impressive than any of these individual Warriors on the super team accomplishing what they did. I think that's fair to say. Woo. The individual Warriors, though. But no one's talking about Draymond Green being one of the, the best player of all time. And really, I think the conversation, do you hear anyone talking about Durant is better than LeBron at this point? That conversation seems to be over. Hot take, hot shot, number three. I got him coming all night. (laughs) Kevin Durant won the MVP. Second straight NBA Finals MVP. This person writes, Kevin Durant, two titles, two Finals MVP awards. He's 29. If he stays in Golden State and the Warriors keep fortifying their bench, he could get six rings. No, I think that's possible. But But how how many rings does Robert Ori have? He's right there. Yep. So the point but, I'm making, but, but again, Durant is the best player mm-hmm. on these teams, but how close is it? So are, are we going to debate at the end is Durant, let's assume Durant plays as we expect 
for the next five. What he's he's what thirty one? Just said it twenty nine. He's twenty nine. Okay, these so, guys all start. I mean, you know, they all start when they're eighteen, nineteen years well, old. That's true. Like he one had year the one year taxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's assume he has eight more good years, and let's assume he has a natural progression where he's playing about this good for the next three or four. Little drop off. Little drop off. Little drop off. I think the conversation could be, is he the third or fourth best player in the modern era? Is he ahead of magic or not? Is he, you know, I think that's valid for Durant. But I don't think it's just about titles. And I don't think it's just about how well you play otherwise. I think it's a combination. Is is Durant willing his teams? Is Durant, you know, so much better? than the number two guy. And, I mean, listen, let me ask you this. You throw Durant on Cleveland and take off LeBron. I mean, do they even make the playoffs? Yes. They just make it. Yes. But, I mean, do they get past the first round? I can't say because I don't know who they would have traded for at the break. Well, no, no, no. It doesn't line. even matter. No, but I think that's part of it. Is that the half a dozen? Durant would actually let management do what they're supposed to do. Fair enough, but they didn't have much. Once, you're right. If it just just once team, Kyrie left, team for team, uh, they'd be good. I think Durant would have them close, but LeBron got them further. Oh, I mean, close, close, like close to making the finals. No, talking regular season wins. Let's not forget. Which, which by the way, they were actually. At one point, they actually were close to being on the edge of being out of the playoffs. So the the bottom of the East got a little bit better in terms of competing with wins for the uh, six, seven, eight spot. Let's not forget something. It was what twenty six months ago that Durant was playing at OKC, and this was a team that couldn't even make the conference finals with Russell Westbrook. By uh, calling Cowherd's hate or not, one of the top eight players in the NBA beyond a doubt. Mm-hmm. So you have a number two that's top eight, and you can't even make your conference finals. And we- I get it; it's hard. It's hard to judge what Kevin Durant is doing with this loaded team. Now, maybe there's going to be a day where it's you know, woe is us. It's just going to be Steph and Durant by themselves, and they'll have a new supporting cast around them because they can't afford the other two stars. You but kinda, that day's not here yet. You know what's funny? Think back to all those great scores: Dominique Wilkins, uh, George Gervin. The guys you never thought of as the best players, but they could score. I mean, Bernard King. You put Bernard King on this Golden State team, and let's forget a minute about three-pointers and the modern era. Let's say there was a Golden State in 1983. I mean, is Bernard King... How different is Durant and Bernard King? How different is Durant and, and Dominique? I know he can play some pretty good D, right? Are you arguing he's not better than all three of them? I'm saying he is because he is playing better D and he is a better score. Right. But how much of a better score is he? 10%? Wow. 8%? I think we've uh, be coming in here and setting up Kevin Durant, two-time finals MVP, is right. sort of a, a, a number two or a 1A. Well, here's what I know. When he ha- didn't have... This Golden State team, he got about as far in the playoffs as a Dominique did, typically. I will, right. I will say, to push back on you here, you do tend to ignore maturation. I know it's gotten easier with all these running mates. 
So there you, is maturation you when you're 27, play, 28, 29. You think Durant's playing significantly better today yes. than he was 26 months ago? Yes. And not about being having wide-open jumpers all the time. There's a case for that side, but there's also the case for is Russell Westbrook a guy that you actually can't win with as your running mate or the number two or the number one? But when they had Harden, they made the finals, which is interesting because <laughs> we're going to talk about it when we come back, is revisionist history. It's very possible that LeBron would be exactly one in eight in finals. If you think back to two of the three he won, we'll do that. Yep, it's on the way straight out of Vegas, Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Finals in the books. Golden State, 108 85 in game four. Four game sweep. Three of four titles now for GSW. RJ Bell is here at Steve Cofield. I wanted to ask you before you get to your LeBron history lesson in terms of what he's done in these nine finals. So this series to open was minus 1,100, minus 1,000, minus 900, minus 800. I mean, it was expensive if you wanted to bet on so like the, the eight, Golden like, State side. Like at the be- um, yeah, unless you acted very quickly, you would have had to bet about 10 bucks to win a dollar. They just won the series for nothing. They won by an average of 15 points a game. Can you say if you're a sharp, you're a pro... That if you didn't bet it, you missed an opportunity here because Golden State was actually a bargain at that price. Well, first of all, obviously results-wise, right? If you had to lay a million to win a dollar, in hindsight, you should have done it. The question is, would it have been a good bet back then? And remember, most, almost every recreational batter wants to bet a little to win a lot. That's why the lottery, which holds 50%, Let's say there's $100 million in the pot. They take 50 for themselves before anything starts. Horse racing takes about 20 And we'll talk a little Belmont this hour. And I actually love the Belmont this year. But in football or any spread sport, you bet 110 to win 100 they're only taking 5%. So think about it. In a lottery, they're taking 10 times the commission. 5 versus 50. Out of the pool... But people don't care because it's millions of dollars. They're betting a little to win a lot. They love it. Recreational batters. What wise guys are willing to do is bet a lot to win a little if the odds are right. And if you think about it, what is a roulette table for the house? You own the casino. You own that roulette table. A drunk guy drops a $10 chip on the number 10. What bet are you making that guy? You're betting $350 to win 10. You're laying minus 3,500. But you know the odds are minus 3,700 or 3,800 based on how many zeros there are. And thus, it's a good bet. So in general, I think wise guys are more willing to bet a lot to win a little. And I would make the following case. First of all, does that make sense? Absolutely. Totally makes sense. And I mean, I, if you're operating like the casino, then more often than not, guess what? You're coming out ahead. It's one thing to bet like a pro. It's another to bet like a casino. Mm-hmm. In the NBA Finals, well, actually the entire NBA playoffs, back to 2008, so 11 full seasons now, there's been 26 underdogs 
that are jumbo in a series, the Cavs were one of them, of over plus 750. So the Cavs were about 8-1. to one. They're 0-26. <laughs> so I do think it's important to well, remember. That kind of backs up my question in the first place, right? It, it doesn't mean minus 1,000 was a good bet. But it means don't be afraid okay. of those big favorites. Straight to Vegas brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back. Granger for the ones who get it done. I want to give you kudos, RJ Bell. How many spots did you do on Thursday and today? Because I spoke to you today, right before the game in our Las Vegas spot, and I was asking you about, hey, what do I do? Golden State minus four and a half, elimination spot on the other side for the Cavaliers. What do I play? And you laid it out and you said, hey, I'm a little worried about effort from one LeBron and then the rest of the Cavs in this game. And I think this segues to our next topic really well. Is my thinking was, in general, historically, teams down 0-3 are not super competitive in Game 4. Because psychologically they're thinking, hey, Game 3 was the all-in game, through the kitchen sink in. We couldn't win that one. We're not going to win four in a row. And not that the guys don't try. It's just the difference between trying 99% or 101%. That small difference, though, can make a really big difference. So in general, you see that 3 team downgraded about three points. It's a significant downgrade. But I thought LeBron was even more susceptible in the following way. is And... I think most people agree now, and we can go down the odds, LeBron is on his way out of Cleveland. Would you agree with that? Yes, and he showed it at the end of the game. He got a lot of guff for this. I think, one, when he left the game late, he thanked, he actually congratulated everyone on the GSW side. As soon as the buzzer sounded, the rest of the Cavs started walking on the floor to say, congrats, LeBron went back to the tunnel. Uh yeah, one of the tweets I saw tonight was from Sam Amick, USA Today. said, LeBron didn't stick around for any congratulations. Straight to the tunnel, very quickly, and off to free agency. So, well, that's pretty good. <laughs> it, <laughs> I find some good ones. Yeah. They're not mine. but <laughs> the To me, what's what gets LeBron off the hook is I can't win with these guys. So if you get sw- swept, yeah. you lose big in game four. It's a yep. See, he he tried, and how hey, LeBron can't play better than that, right? So he got a, and he got a little bit of guff beginning of the fourth quarter. I thought everyone packed it in for the Cavaliers, and people were like, "Hey, LeBron really gave up there." But you know what? It's short attention span, America. People aren't going to remember two weeks from now, and the narrative out of the series will be like, "What do you want him to do? The team stinks." Exactly. Not that okay. So, let's calm down on that. He doesn't have a great team around him. The team well, it stink. stink. It stinks for championship level basketball right, right right so if you take the best player off the team again <laughs> is it i mean is this the worst team to make the finals this century i mean the only other team since 2000 would be lebron's what was it 2007 right correct so to me we were on it and 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 thank you for the the kudos he's rj bell pregame.com and I think I, I wish I had bet it. I wish I was so close. <laughs> well, hey, I should have listened. You should As, have. Uh, you know, the third quarter came up. Hey, listen, they're down nine going to the second half. Third quarter, they get bombed 25 13. And I'll tell you, with two minutes left in the third, there was a situation where GSW got three offensive rebounds and Clay Thompson got a three. And you could just see 
Like I don't I don't often question effort from pro athletes, RJ. But at that moment, and Mark Jackson even called him out. He's like, man, that that sort of effort that's in that's inexcusable. They were starting. They were losing it mentally. And again, I think they're just humans. And when you have a, uh, uh, Colin was talking about this on the herd, is if once you saw that tape of LeBron on the ISO after Game One's regulation, you got to say, as tough as that was, were you giving up in in, in overtime? Because it felt like he was throwing a, ten, a temper tantrum. Also, in his defense, news came out after the game. Because you did notice, he went from 51 points to a mere mortal 28 points per game. He went 3 of 7 from 3 in game 1. He didn't shoot from long range in the last three games, RJ. He went 3 of 11. Well, thank God. If, if I'm betting the Cavs, I don't want LeBron shooting threes. So no, but I need, I, I need him trying to make you know at least two or three games. Uh, Brian Windhorst reported, and this was backed up by many other people, LeBron was playing games 2, 3, and 4 with a bad hand injury, right hand, was in a soft cast between games. He didn't show it around the media. You know how he hurt his hand? After game one, JR! He went in and punched, not JR, he punched a blackboard, whiteboard, and hurt his hand. Really? He, he claimed afterwards that it was. It felt like it was broken. Oh, come on. But he didn't. He didn't want to. He didn't but, want. He didn't want it out there because he didn't want the Warriors to know, and he didn't but, want but, the but, excuse. But, we're but right know, after the we're series, now we hear about it. But that's that's not playing to what you were saying about setting up the whole narrative, right? <laughs> I mean, jeez, listen. He started to set it up. We talked about it last week. He set it up before the series in that interview with Rachel Nichols, where he's like, uh, you know, uh, I didn't expect to make the finals. Some people didn't even think we were going to make the playoffs. The finals is almost like a dream, and oh, this team is really tough. He was setting himself up, up for a soft landing. Now, I don't think he hurt his hand on purpose. I may have done the same. I think a lot of us would have wanted to punch something after game one and J.R. Smith. This is the last thing. We're going to throw it to the update in a moment. But I think this is so important to remember. We can't fathom what it's like to be LeBron James. And here's what I mean. Obviously, if there was one of those movies where people switch bodies... And all of a sudden, we're in the back of a private plane, and we're LeBron. I mean, we could figure that out. Meaning, you walk in, everyone's staring. Girls are into you. You got bill, you know, hundreds of millions. Okay, that's all what I'm talking about. I'm talking about this kid when he was a kid, grew up, was on sport. What was he? Fifteen when he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. When has anyone ever said? Here's the way it is. It's my way or the highway. When? I mean, from what you hear, part of leaving Pat Riley was Pat Riley was being, you know, pounding his fist too much. His boys couldn't be on the plane. Now, as a guy who who prides himself on being old school, I don't like a lot of that tomfoolery, as they say. I know you don't. But we're going to talk about Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, Endlessly true. from August on. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but but here's the thing. I don't blame him for a millisecond. Because if you've never known anything else. Right. So in a weird way, his greatness, being the king, LeBron, is what's put him in a situation where how can you expect him to be anything more? Even you look at the Tom Brady's of the world. You look at the Larry Bird's, the hard workers. 
They usually weren't number one. Even Michael wasn't a number one, you know, or or Michael was caught from his high school basketball team. Whatever story you want to tell, he wasn't the chosen one. And the guys that are the chosen ones, they can be great, but they usually have that flaw. On the way back, let's get to two different ways to look ahead to where LeBron is going to land outside of Vegas and inside of Vegas. But first, Ralph Irvin with the latest. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. And, of course, the NBA Finals. Well, they kind of went just as everyone thought they would. Curry with the ball, the inbounds, right sideline, comes to the baseline. Way up top to Draymond Green. Back to Curry. Left corner. Three for Stephen Curry. 95-7 the game in the Warriors radio network with the call is Steph Curry scored three of his 37 points in Golden State's 108-85 thrashing of Cleveland. They win back-to-back NBA titles, sweeping the Cavaliers. First NBA title sweep since 2006-2007. Kevin Durant named Finals MVP. He finishes with a triple-double, 20 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists. Sixth player ever to be back-to-back NBA Finals MVPs. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. On the Major League Baseball scoreboard, he has Monty Grandall, two home runs. Dodgers beat Atlanta 7-3. Chris Davis, two home runs for Oakland. They are 7-2 winners over Kansas City. Paul Goldschmidt also belted two bombs. Arizona, a 9-4 win over Colorado. And of course, gentlemen, Saturday we will have the Belmont Stakes as Justify goes for the Triple Crown with an undefeated record. Now it joins Seattle Slough as the only horse to accomplish the feat. Right now he sits at even money on the Belmont site in the 10-horse field. Hofberg at 9-2, Bravazo sits at 5-1, and Tenfold and Vino Rosso are both at 8-1. Thank you, Ralph. Belmont preview coming up in less than 10. It's straight out of Vegas, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Lots of numbers to go over uh, tonight and on the two-hour show tomorrow. I just wanted to throw out there, Kevin Durant wins the MVP, just over 28 points per game. 27.5 points per game for Steph Curry. Curry, you could have gotten before the series at plus 175. Durant was minus 200. That's got to hurt for the Curry betters. The voting, as I understand it, was done by 11 people. It was 7-4 to four in favor of Durant. Hmm. Some nuggets for you. Yeah, I like that. It, it seems like, though, when Steph had his down games, they were more down. He had the one down game. Durant saved the entire team. Had 43. But... Curry's only three in that game, and that 11-point performance, a down game, was gigantic. It did get him going to the win, but more consistency from Kevin Durant. All right, where? So, so let's wrap up, yep. though, because yep. we teased it. LeBron's nine oh, yeah. times in the finals, three and six, and we can say that's not great, obviously. But consider the following. Kawhi Leonard was on the line five years ago, exactly. I was in Chicago watching this game. I still remember because I was rooting the Spurs on. I might have had a little something. A little bad. I've never known you to be a Spurs fan. I'm not going to say for sure, right? $10,000 minimum bet. But if you would have been betting in-game, the Spurs in game six of that series, to close out the series, they were up 3-2, you had to bet $20 to win a dollar. So just mathematically... The Spurs were over ninety five or, no, or over ninety percent, about ninety five percent to win. Now, let's give credit to Ray Allen. Let's give credit to Bosch for getting the rebound. People probably recall it. 
But in that series, at that point, the uh, or the Heat in this case had a five percent chance to win. Okay, you look at Golden State when they were up three one against LeBron, and say what were the odds after Game Four? Well, I remember the odds; they were right in that eight nine one to one range for the Cavs. So let's call it. 85% the Golden State was going to win that series. So if that 95% chance in the Spurs series had come to fruition, and if the 85% chance in the Golden State series did, LeBron would be 1-8. and eight. Now listen, he gets credit for In fact, that 3-1 to one comeback is one of the things I would put front and center. In fact, I would say the following. If you had to say... It's 100 years from now. You want to make a case LeBron's, you know, highly rated in the history of the NBA. I think his him bringing his team back from 3 to 1 against that Golden State team is exhibit 1. Yes. What happens if Golden State goes on to win 5 of 6? Yeah. And he I'm, was the, he had the one team that beat him. That's what I'm saying. They so could do it. So, in a weird way, my argument isn't that we should downgrade LeBron. <laughs> Sounded like it. No, it, it's that we should acknowledge how much luck is involved in this stuff. Or, or if, you know, we can call it luck. We can call it randomness. Or, but there's a heck of a chance LeBron would be one and eight in the finals. I'll tell you this: Brady Belichick. Hard to put him on a anyone on a bigger pedestal than them, right? Now think about their two Super Bowls in the last twelve years. Against Seattle, when Seattle had the ball down on the two, at that point, you know, 85, 80, let's call it 80 for Seattle, right? Okay, imagine they lose that one. And when they're down, what was it, 28-3 against Atlanta? That was over 90%. Imagine if Brady and Belichick hadn't won a Super Bowl since like 2006 or whatever. I'm sure there are people out there right now saying, uh, "How about Vinatieri field goals?" Yeah, but but they won. Yeah, but, but at least then they, they were coin flips. Good point, right? We're the, talking. You're talking eighty, ninety percent scenarios exa- in, the, in the two that they won recently. So how different would the story? It'd be like, oh, all of Belichick's trading back in the draft. Oh, it can get you so far, but it can't get you over the hump. So guys, always remember, as a batter, if, or if you're trying to just engage with sports in a Vegas perspective is you've got to understand the vagaries, the ebbs and the flows of luck and kind of wash that out of your analysis. Because if LeBron was one and eight or three and six, really not that different in that there's so much luck involved. Straight out of Vegas brought to you by Lowe's pro customers at Lowe's save 5% on every purchase every day. When you use your Lowe's business uh, business credit account, that's 5% on all purchases in-store and online, subject to credit approval, United States only. All right, one of the most fun markets, and it started last week, and it's going to continue here for a couple more weeks, is the betting market on LeBron's future destination. This has been moving all over the place. Yeah, and guys, you know, obviously... You know, I I like my Twitter account. That's why I send the stuff I do. But what I'll say unequivocally is between now and when LeBron decides where he's going to go, literally every day 
I'll be sending out the updates. And you can follow me on Twitter. His Twitter handle is at RJ in Vegas. So, Kofi, I tweeted out Mm -hmm. the most recent ones. Why don't you kind of give it a read? Let's go one team at a time and talk about it. I think I have the most updated. So I hope I have this It would have been three hours ago on Twitter. Let me go look. I'll start. I had a different list. I'll start. Right now, the favorite, the Lakers. The L.A. Lakers. In fact, this deserves... This deserves... Breaking news. Okay, I got it in front of me. Lakers plus 200. Two to one, but they're the clear favorites. 76ers are plus 450. Second favorites. But boy, that's interesting. The second favorites at plus 450. Now, this third team... Where's this team coming from? The last Knicks, last the, week they were on on the outside looking in. Yeah, Knicks plus seven fifty, right there. Wow, the beginning of the betting on this last week. Rockets about plus two fifty. They're ten to one now. So now, boy, this speculation is amazing. Ten to one on the Rockets, and then the Spurs at twenty to one, the Clippers twenty to one. And then, can you believe this? Right now, <laughs> if you want to bet, LeBron is coming back to the what Cavs. Happened? Thirty to one. Wow, thirty to one. So, do you think it was plus one seventy five last week? They were the co favorites. They were plus one ten like two weeks ago. Really, the Cavs co favorites. Yeah, and the favorite at one point. Why thirty to one? Because of the loss tonight. No, no. The way no. it happened, the way the series went. I think some of that, listen, I truly believe LeBron doesn't know right now. So I think what happens is that bets come in and these bookies are afraid that someone knows something they don't. And what ends up happening is they'll start moving these lines around. I mean, I have a theory. In fact, I have a long shot. I'm going to make it my best bet. Usually I don't do a prop. <laughs> All right. This is what I'm going to I'm going to keep it this simple. When we come back, I'm going to give you not only the pick, but the analysis, the, the rationale. Ooh. And all you're going to be able to do is say, man, RJ's got a point. Best bet where LeBron plays next year. That's on the way. Straight out of Vegas, Fox Sports Radio. It's straight out of Vegas, coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Best bet up in less than three minutes. But we do have the Belmont going tomorrow. We have a chance at a triple crown. So where are we going? Are we playing Justify? Or we can, can we find someone else with a little value and make some money on this race? Here's my theory. This is going to seem a little bold. It won't seem politically correct, but who cares? <laughs> I have to suffer from people's stupidity every day. At the stoplights, when I'm ordering a taco, hey, there's a lot of smart people out there. I think if we're honest with ourselves, there's a lot of dumb people. This gives you a chance, the triple crown, to bet against the dumb people. They're going to show up tomorrow, and most of them are going to say, oh, I watched the, this is my dumb guy voice, Steve. I watched the Kentucky Derby. Justify one. I watched the Breakness. Justify one. I think Justify is going to win this race. 
Now, history tells you there's been 14 horses that's won since 1978 that's won both the Derby and Preakness, and only one American Pharaoh won the Belmont. So you have a 1-14 in 14 situation, in which is even money right now. And I think it's going to be bet up. Right now it's pretty much justify even money against the field. I think justify might be minus 140. So there's all kind of ways that you can bet against justify. But in, why is it 1-14? in 14? I'll give you one simple reason. It's because horses typically have a month off between races. This is going to be the third race in five weeks for Justify. And it takes a super horse to be able to do that. And I think Justify is a really good horse. Probably not. Probably not a super horse. And the Belmont, its distance is the longest these horses will ever race. So when you add up fatigue with long distance, ton of opportunity with other horses. And I did a podcast with Fred Fowler out of Houston. He's a horse racing expert. Just search on any podcast player, RJ Bell or my Twitter at RJ in Vegas, and you'll see that podcast. We did about 40 minutes breaking down the Belmont. He gave his favorite long shot and all kind of good stuff. Good deal. Best bet time. It's on LeBron's team next season. We gave you the odds right now. Offshore markets, Lakers two to one, nine to two on the Sixers, plus seven fifty on the Knicks, ten to one Rockets, twenty to one Spurs, twenty to one Clippers, thirty to one Cavs. Which one? None of them. Long shot. None of them. Long shot. <laughs> okay. The Boston Celtics, fifty to one. It's online, fifty to one, and here's the rationale. I think I'd make a major bet LeBron is going to play for more than one additional team, meaning rest of his career, two or more teams. So one more, you know, leave the Cavs this year and leave the next team at some point. So where does L.A., can you imagine LeBron playing like seven years in L.A.? What LeBron has learned is when he changes teams, he gets all the attention. We aren't talking so much about LeBron losing. We're talking about where's LeBron going next. He gets like Kobe changing his number and all the attention around that. So if you're going to have that, hey, I'm ending my career mode, Hollywood, La La Land is probably the place to do it. Almost like Kobe did, whereas he wasn't as great, but he could pack staples. If you're going to win a title, there's only two places I think you have a max chance. One is Houston, and one is Boston, and Boston is fifty to one. That that's going to be my bet. Last it, couple fifty to one. Last couple seconds to find greatness with winning three or four titles, Golden State and their numbers. Here's what we know: in Michael's prime, it was usually even money, the Bulls versus the field. Last year or this season that just ended, Golden State was minus two hundred. So literally, in that regard. Golden State, best team ever based on the Vegas odds. Jonas Knox is on the way. We're back tomorrow, 10 o'clock Pacific, straight out of Vegas on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas!
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with with Zumo Play.